0: Thank you for
1: experience. Experience. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience WGC HSBC Champions Picks in semi-DraftKings preview because we were recording this and for whatever reason the DraftKings pricing has not come out yet. Fortunately this is one of the few sports where You look at the odds and you can pretty much guess where the DraftKings pricing is going to be. So who are the guys from the top end we like, from the bottom end we like, and the mid-range that we like. If you want to get into a draw for $20 DK, smash the like button for this episode. Leave your DraftKings handle in the comment section and tell me where you think Tiger Woods, if he does, will get his 83rd career PGA win. Which tournament is it going to be? And then you're in a draw for 20 DK bucks, just as you are. If you review the audio podcast for this episode, so download rate review and subscribe to the Pat Mayo experience, audio podcast. Of course we'll have tons of golf uh, every single week throughout the rest of the season but a ton near christmas time heading into next season then we're back full-time doing golf again once football ends feinberg lifted from the football show back on the golf show and i know a lot of people miss that i miss it but you know we're just pretty pressed here because football pays the bills keeps the lights on no one else knows more about that than ben raza from Awesomeo.com. gotta do football man always
0: gotta do football it is uh football now nba is here golf not in the forefront, but we uh, we carry on. We still have some tournaments.
1: I can tell you from a DraftKings and even gambling perspective, uh, we, I even said on the show two weeks ago, I hate these no-cut events. I'm terrible at them. I'm terrible at DraftKings at them. I'm terrible at betting them. So I really scaled back my bankroll each of the last two weeks and still put in money and like lost almost every single cent that I had put in. I very got very little return. I think I put 20 lineups into the $8 last week and cashed two of them good for a combined like 20 bucks, which is not great. Uh whatsoever. I like the no cut. I like the regular cut events. I feel like that's a bit more skillful. Uh, I like actually having shot link data. That helps for some of this stuff to actually do research. But again, third straight week no cut event, 78 people in the field. We got some big names. We have some like rando Chinese players. Like mean, this stuff isn't fun.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I'm I'm certainly not a fan of of the non-cut. Uh and it's just a tough time of the year. You have guys who haven't played in months you don't know where they're at guys from europe coming over so it's just a little tricky i also scale back during the winter i focus more on the nfl of course but at the same time you can get you know you can buy on some guys early and if you do have a line on a couple guys you can do it before the pricing catches up
1: now there's actually another tournament going on this week the bermuda championship probably (laughs) not going to talk too much about that so i guess we should get our bermuda championship out of the way right now it is the single worst field I've ever seen.
0: I say that like every other week, this is the actual worst field uh, ever. I mean, you told me before the show that Norin is the betting favorite. That really tells you what you need to know.
1: Yeah, it has. It's Scheffler, Norin, Lonto, Aaron Wise, Denny McCarthy, Bo Hostler. Those are your six favorites in this tournament. And there's like legit 20 guys in the field who are like 50 and haven't played on tour in 15 years.
0: Who's, I mean, I'm just looking at the odds right now. Who's Gary Nicholas?
1: I think he's he's like, he's related to them somehow.
0: Okay. Yeah. I
1: I don't know the last time. I think the last time he played on tour was like 2005.
0: Yeah, he he is quite a long shot. um, And he's behind guys that are, made up so that's uh this is quite a field that they have over in bermuda
1: gary nicholas is the son of jack nicholas he last had oh, his PGA, wow. he last had his pga tour card in 2003 while i was still in high school
0: yeah i hadn't even that would have been my uh last year of middle school so good good times for gary nicholas
1: yeah it's been a while maybe he can break through and get the win this week what are his odds like a thousand to one
0: yeah, i see him uh i got him at 2001 on the screen right now Two
1: th- that seems like it i mean it's pretty good feel when mike weir is not even in the bottom 20 of the like the lowest people at odds
0: no smiley's in you know the lower lower range but he's not dead last he's with uh jared dillis who That's... is not a person
1: yeah uh, the tour junkies gave me a bet for this so i'm gonna just blindly Ooh. trust them on it they gave me sebastian Kapelen. you know about him playing euro
0: He's uh yeah I've clicked his name before in my life so that's more than I can say about a lot of these guys. Yeah, um,
1: he's 200 to 1 so I put a I put an each way on him so okay. 50 to 1 for the top 5 200 to 1 for the outright like but I I remember this course from they used to have this like stupid four-person event like the guys who won the majors throughout the course of the years they would all just go to this random event at this course in Bermuda and just like play I don't even know if it was four rounds or not but hmm. it was pretty stupid to tell you the truth uh, let's see what was it called it was called the Grand Slam of Golf it went to 2014 Martin Keimer last won this beating <laughs> Bubba Watson Rory McIlroy and Jim Furyk I think like if someone won two majors in that year whoever came like a runner-up at one of them ended up getting in yeah, it was a pretty stupid tournament but that's the last time I'll like, an actual event has been played here
0: yeah i didn't even know that so you're already ahead of the game um boy yeah maybe i'll take a random person that's for an outright but obviously DraftKings centric is going to be on the wgc over
1: in china where's Garnett? how is bryce garnett not playing in this field he loves these like scrub events in caribbean countries on the coast do you get status from this i would assume so yeah like it's yeah. uh you get 500 points 500 fedex cup points for winning it's not oh. even like it's an alternate event strange. Oh, so mentioned. this
0: is the yeah this is the super bowl for a lot of these guys um hey tim wilkinson 250 to one
1: maybe you have to go with like it's a second shot course basically it was just based on okay. like looking at like the winners that have been here but it gets it can get really really windy uh so i guess guys that play decently in the wind like i don't know if delette's all the way back or not but he's 175 like he looked good the last time out
0: I mean, there was, yeah, he started a, a little bit, but there's signs that he's coming back. The wind god, Chetka, is right there, 150 to 1. Um, if he doesn't get disqualified or withdraws, that guy is shady character.
1: I, I would guess, the, uh, if I actually end up betting this, like, I mean, the wind god is actually 45 to 1. It's Brennan Grace. Yeah, but he is terrible now. He's not a
0: god of anything these days, is he?
1: Now, the guy that I would actually turn to if this is like purely a ball striking course, like Seb Straka is 40 to one. He's coming off a top five in his last like actual PGA stars.
0: Yeah, it's going to be somebody like that. Hey, maybe Peter Uline can oh, uh, come on, please. This is his moment. Um, God, you imagine I can't back him at those kind of odds, but this is his type of field, at least where he can maybe hang in. You
1: yeah, know, well, I think that's enough for the Bermuda uh, championship. Yeah, I'm not going to lie did- to you.
0: Yeah, I was just looking to see. I don't see Bill Haas's name so clearly. It's not doesn't have the prestige of an elite event, so we can move on.
1: All right, let's talk about the WGC. It's a WGC, so there's a ton of good players in the field. Not all the good ones though. There's no Tiger coming off his win. I guess we'll talk. You we should talk about that. You know, if people actually you know tune into the show like, hey, Tiger Woods. Let's talk about him. He just won. Oh, we will get to that in a sec. No Brooks dj still hurt uh senjen international is the course uh, it's been played here basically every year for the past 10 years except for 2012 i believe it is you know over 10 mil in the kitty you got 550 fedex cup points it's 7,264 yards at par 72 key stats that I'm looking for from the course are going to be off the tee play par five scoring uh when you go back and look at the list of winners at this event over the years uh you get Xander, Justin Rose, Hideki, somehow Russell Knox won but that's kind of strange Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, Ian Poulter that was at a different course, Uh, Martin Keimer, Francesco Molinari like all those guys are good off the tee whether they're bombers whether they're accuracy players they gain strokes off the tee
0: yeah I I think that's really what it is you're gonna have to gain it doesn't gaining with distance is great but as when you see Molinari uh you know that if you're just gaining off the tee nonetheless uh it it can be useful so I'm with you there lean on, on the drivers good drivers set themselves up to score, I don't think it'll be a, a birdie fest or anything extreme, but certainly you're going to have to go low to to still compete.
1: Yeah, wind can become a factor here. We saw DJ gag a lead last year to Xander Shifley. He should have won. I think he had a seven-stroke lead going. Was that last year or was that the year before? I don't remember. Wait, what? When DJ gagged that huge lead.
0: I think that I think that was the year before, but I could be wrong.
1: Yeah, it may have been to Justin Rose. I can't really Yeah, DJ came second that year to Justin Rose tied with Brooks okay. and Stenson. Yeah. Maybe he also did it last year. I don't know. No, I don't see Dustin Johnson anywhere near the top. So I guess it was two years ago. I lose track of these things in my mind, Ben. It all blur. But if I look back at past 36 rounds, and you can do this accessing fantasynational.com, you become a member, and then all of a sudden you have access to all of the tools, and eventually the DraftKings pricing will be loaded into the system. But if we don't have it, the site can't have it. If DraftKings doesn't have it, the site can't have it. But off the tee play over the past 36 rounds, the leaders in this field Rory McElroy, Corey Connors, Jason Kokrak, Paul Casey, Bubba Watson, Tony Finau, EVR, Xander, Abraham, Answer, Billy Horschel. Horschel's super interesting. We talked about him just a little bit two weeks ago. Rick and I talked about him last week. He's kind of getting into the flow of this overseas stuff. Like, he made a little bit of a run at the Zozo.
0: He did. Um, He ended up certainly grabbing a top 10. And the thing about Billy Ho that's good is he's not... I don't consider him a world-class putter, but he can get hot for long stretches. Uh, You know, And when he gets going, he is a world-class putter, and he does it quite often. So that's something that you need when you get four rounds. You know he can get back in it. And I sometimes feel like he's overpriced, but in a field like this, I expect him to certainly not be towards the top, and that could be a, a pretty interesting play.
1: Yeah. Billy Ho always puts better on bent and Bermuda as well. This uh, tournament in China is going to be on bent grass, very soft bent grass at that very receptive greens or some runoffs on the putting surfaces. So you might need to access your around the green game just a little bit, but I'm still just big moron ball striking putt on bent grass. We're good to go. We'll get into the top tier players then Rory's the favorite he's six to one Hideki's 12 to one he's won this event before he- Xander is 14 to one coming off another good week he won this event last year he's 14 to one Rose who won three years ago <laughs> or two years ago is 16 to one Paul Casey 22 Henrik Stenson 25 Fleetwood 25 Finau 25 M 25 and Patrick Reed 28 to one those are going to be basically your 9,000 to $11,000 players right
0: I think so. I mean, Rory is just going to be the favorite. He should be playing well, of course should suit him, you know, doesn't have a win, but certainly can handle it with the way he can drive the ball. And then you have Decky's the one who, I mean, now he's really getting close. He still hasn't won in a very long time, but he's starting to dial it in uh runner up last week. So those are the type of guys just at first glance that I kind of lean to over someone like Rose, who, we really haven't seen a ton of him uh, in recent weeks.
1: Yeah, I think he, the last time he played was the Italian Open a few weeks ago. I think that's what it was. He was t- T15 there.
0: Yeah, that's about it, though. And before that, you have to go back a couple weeks even earlier. And he hasn't done much. I mean, it's not, it hasn't been terrible. But at the same time, he hasn't been in, in the, his best form either.
1: Yeah, he does have the best course history of anyone coming in, though. He has five starts here in the past decade. He has four top seven finishes, including a win.
0: Yeah. And I I mean, Rose is the type of guy, you know, we know he can drive the ball well and get going, handles a lot of conditions. I feel like he fits a lot of different types of courses and this certainly can suit him. But at the same time, I I think for me, not that I'm solely targeting guys that played on, you know, during this Asian swing, but I do think it is kind of important that they either played, you know, either at the CJ Cup or at, at the Zoizo last week.
1: Uh, If I look back and we'll go long-term for this past 75 rounds to give us a better sample in terms of par fives gained on the field, the best in the field this week in China, Scott, Shifley, Rory, Casey, Sung Jay, Hideki, Poulter, Bubba Watson, Sergio Garcia, Justin Rose. Um, So of the names we kind of mentioned, like if you had to pick between them, would you go with Hideki or Xander? Do you think?
0: Think I would go with Hideki. Um, You know, the form, It's been spectacular. It does feel like it's building. Not that Xander's been bad. You know, he was fine last week. But coming, he is the defending champ. I have a feeling both are going to be pretty popular. But for me, I would lean with Decky. I think he's kind of getting back to that old, old Decky that we're used to seeing.
1: Uh, Any thoughts on him popping up in that par five scoring 25 to one is the outright bet. So I'd imagine he's going to be priced like 9,700 would be my guess. And maybe he comes in substantially cheaper. I don't know. Or maybe he cracks 10,000 after another third place finish last week in Japan. But He's someone who does gain off the tee, even if it's a bit shorter than anything else. But like, I just find he's such a yo-yo week to week. And in these no-cut events, he uh, gives him the extra time to actually come back and perform. I don't know how I feel with him. Am I ready to include Sung Jay along with the names that he's around, like the Finaos and Fleetwoods? Like, is he on that level? Because I don't know if he is. Maybe, maybe he is. Maybe I'm just wrong.
0: No, I mean, maybe we're just wrong because I don't have him on that level either, which is why when you say, if he's priced you know, north of say like 9,500, that's a tough ask for me. I know again, really good last week, well-rounded game. He can do in a lot of different areas, but at the same time, you kind of just alluded to this. He's also not the most consistent where some of these other guys, it's almost automatic where you know, they're where they're going to gain. And then you hope they're one weakness. He's kind of, I mean, I guess scrambling would probably be the weakest, but his irons aren't consistently great. Uh, He can get hot with the putter, no doubt. But if he's priced up with those type of guys, I, probably pass more often than not
1: strangely when you look at his stats over the past 75 rounds as a whole like birdies are better par 5 off the tee approach around the green his stat line most mimics Bubba watson
0: yeah that's disturbing um he's a
1: he's a significantly better putter than Bubba watson is
0: well that's not saying much but it's still that's just weird I, i mean i don't i don't think of him like that to be honest but you know, the stats don't lie. And, and I guess th- these are the kind of things that swing season is interesting. If you do think that Sanjay M belongs, it's a great spot to buy. Because if he continues to churn out these finishes, by the time the the, the full stretch goes, he's going to be priced appropriately and the ownership will follow.
1: And this is definitely a week where you probably will get... Maybe people will play the recency bias and be like, oh, he won two weeks ago in Korea. He was like okay uh, at the CJ Cup. He came third in Japan to Tiger and Hideki. This guy's legit. We He won Rookie of the Year. He's been fantastic. This is a nice spot. I just think if everyone's clustered in the DraftKings pricing in this $9,000 area, and you have an opportunity to either take Tommy Fleetwood or take Sung jm I just feel like people are going to click on Tommy Fleetwood.
0: I, I do too. I mean, I know people... Sanjay M is not an unknown. I'm not saying that. But at the same time, he's not, I don't think on the level when you're used to seeing some of these other guys, you won't be surprised to see guys like Fleetwood, Patrick Reed, Xander types priced up there. Whereas Sanjay M, I feel like when we've seen that type of pricing, it's been in weaker fields. This is a WGC with a lot of firepower up top.
1: What do you make of Patrick Reed? T-17 last week at the Zozo. He's played really well at this tournament in spurts before. He has two top 10 finishes the past four years at T-7. Uh, He's not great off the tee, which kind of leans back against him. But he's Patrick Reed. Like, he could show up and be the best guy off the tee in the field. He's just that kind of player.
0: Yeah, he's always someone that I like to target because I feel like he, A, is never popular, and B, his stats are somewhat misleading. Cause I feel like he can get it going in a number of different ways and he does it differently. So I like to build him in specific type of teams usually uh, where I think maybe it'll be windy. Maybe it's a little more scramble dependent cause he is pretty crafty around the
1: greens. He is over the past 75 rounds, middle of this field in both off the tee and approach, which is kind of funny. He's 35. That's,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's what the trade off is. Um, but the thing with him is he can get it, You know, he can get hot with the irons. We've seen it time and time again. We know he's not going to be worried about a strong field. He thrives in that as well. So I hope he's overpriced, to be honest, because that'll dissipate the ownership. And that's really where I like to target him when he feels overpriced and underowned.
1: Yeah, this Casey Stenson Fleetwood Finau tier, I don't really know what to make of it. I definitely don't want to bet it. Uh, And I think I'll probably only play like three DraftKings lineups this week. maybe, Maybe I'll just play one and that'll be good enough. I can't see any of those guys making it. They're all so, fine play. They're all fine plays, but Well that's
0: WGC's uh, you know, I get that question all the time over at Osimo. It's like, oh, do you like this guy? And it's like, if you're asking one of the top fifteen guys in pricing, they're great players. So of course you can make a case. You can't have them all. Um, but guys like that are gonna be towards the bottom of me for me as well. Someone like Finao who, you know, he was not good last week, and I, I just have trouble with him, even though he's played well in his, his two appearances here.
1: Uh, next range of players, probably the lower nines to upper sevens, is where I would guess. I like this guessing. This is kind of fun. Like, kind of name the, pick the price for the like. How much do you think Adam Scott at thirty three to one is this week? Ninety one
0: hundred.
1: That's where I would I'd be like low nine thousand type. So I Scott, think so. Scott Spieth, Cam Smith, wiesberger Hatton, Matt Wallace, and all exactly the same odds. Then Horschel, who we mentioned, Rafa. Lowry, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Corey Connors, Danny Willett, Francesco. Corey Connors has higher has better as lower odds in this field than Francesco does.
0: Yeah, that's insane. But and I
1: and I like Corey Connors.
0: Corey Connors is a uh you know, he's a ball striking machine right now. Um, and he's just churning out quality finishes. It's hard to ignore. He's traditionally, you know, when you talk about DraftKings pricing, he's always way too cheap. Uh I'm interested to see if that'll continue.
1: Yeah, he's not great. Birdies are better regained or par five adjusted scoring in this field, but mainly because he's just an awful putter. But you always want to play him on bent over anything else, which this is. And then you look at him. He's second off the tee, fourth in approach. Uh, He's 55th around the green. So if he's not hitting his greens in regulation, he's making bogey.
0: That's the Achilles heel, but that guy, he has the ability to hit a ridiculous number of greens. And that's what we've seen when it goes bad. It's real bad because he he can't scramble. So Uh, take that for what it's worth. But I may look to him depending on where the price falls. I don't think he's still the caliber of some of these other guys that you mentioned, mostly the Europeans in particular.
1: Well, of the Europeans, which one would you go towards? Because Weisberger's really interesting here. He has a ninth, seventeenth, and thirty-fifth, and three starts at this tournament. He's coming off a win.
0: I mean, I'm I'm always uh, a Weisberger fan. He, you know, he was hurt and now he's clearly back. He's ripped off several wins. Uh, in this last stretch of his. So I, I have no problem there. The guy that caught my eye was Matt Wallace. Um, you know, he had one appearance here last year, didn't play well, but to me, he's a different player right now, uh, coming in in good form once again. We've seen him, you know, compete in, in a lot of prestigious tournaments. And I, I just think the way he plays uh, kind of fits this course, actually. And with one appearance, I'm not sure people will recognize that.
1: Yeah, you could even look at someone like Bian and two back to back top tens in Korea and Japan, but he's, played this course three times and never really played well.
0: Well, when you, you can't putt, um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to make of Benny on. He's someone I, I always get sucked into and he's been, he's been paying me off lately. He's been playing good, but the course history hasn't been good. And we, I, it's hard cause we don't have the strokes gain data. Is he somehow putting better or is he doing what he always does, which is just incredible irons, incredible scrambling and horrible putting.
1: So the two guys that I really have the most interest in here, I guess. I mean, Molinari is super intriguing to me at his price point. It's just he's not been good at all, really? Yeah, he's been... I, I don't know. This,
0: I, I'm not qualified to talk about Molinari because I never thought he was that good. And then he was incredible. He won a major. And now he's back to kind of how I thought he was playing. And I feel like I never got it right, so... Where do you think he'll be priced? I guess that's my first question.
1: 8,300 bucks.
0: Okay. So, yeah, I was going to say like 85. So, yeah, we're in the same ballpark. But, man, I don't think I, I'm probably going to get there, to be honest. There's just so many other guys that are playing better, and I I feel like I can get away with not having Molinari in a middling price
1: range. Like I like burned better. I like Billy Horschel better, who we mentioned had an 11th of this tournament last year as well. And for the third consecutive week, this is probably why I'm losing all my money now that I think of it. I'm going to go back to Sergio.
0: Oh, yeah. For you and me, I've been playing Sergio, and it's been absolutely uh, horrific. God, he's just been, I I really love, two weeks ago at the CJ Cup, I was, like, certain he was going to play well. And no dice. I thought you were going to mention Oost, who's also just kind of hanging out, lurking. Not a great course history here and didn't play great last week, but he's always, when he's in that mid-range, one of the guys that I like to target in a non-cut because he's very low-owned uh and he can get hot in an instant.
1: Sergio was 67-69 on the weekend. That's not bad.
0: Okay. Maybe he's trending upward. It only took six rounds of being horrific, but... uh. Yeah, I mean, Sergio, I'll probably target him in some of my heavier off the tee game, you know, lineups because he is a good driver of the ball, but he has not been playing well.
1: Yeah. So the only other guy who kind of falls into that as well is Ian Poulter, who's 60 to one overall. He'll probably be like seventy six hundred bucks if I had to guess. Yeah. And again, I'm just guessing at this point, but he has a decent course history. He's won in China before Uh, he's a 13th and 16th. He was 64, 66 on the weekend in Japan. He seems to be Honestly, he's a form player, Uh, and if it gets like a bit windier or the course plays a bit more difficult than we're used to, I like him in the mid-range.
0: He's someone, you know, I I kind of think Patrick Reed. uh, Same kind of thing where different conditions, windy, scrambling, can get hot, a little atypical from what you normally are targeting, but under the right circumstances, he's a guy, you know, Ty Hatton, another one of those type of guys where, I don't love to target them, but in certain situations, I actually kind of like it. And I feel like they'll be in that next year, uh, maybe not as high as guys like Molinari.
1: I see. I don't know if Hatton, Hatton's 35 to one to win this event. Like he has substantially better betting odds than Francesco does. So I think he might be like 8,700 bucks where Poulter's 60 to one to push him down to that $7,000 level. I hope not. See, because if Hatton's, Hatton's up there, that's a tough sell. Um,
0: you know, you're looking at, If you go balanced, maybe you're a third guy, but if you really pay up, he could be your second guy. That's a tough sell um, in a field like this.
1: Let's take a break so I can tell you about Away, the thoughtful luggage for modern travel. Away creates a thoughtful product designed to change how you see the world. They started with the perfect suitcase created with features that make travel more seamless. I can actually talk to you. I I actually have, in a way, carry-on. I have the bigger carry-on, which I think everyone should really get if it's a carry-on. You probably want something as big as possible. They're super light as well be traveling much better. It's super sturdy uh, and it comes with a charger plugged into, like, a, like an external charger plugged into the front of it. So you charge that up so when you're sitting on the plane and there's no outlets or you're sitting in the uh, you're waiting at the gate you can just plug your phone in, you can plug whatever in uh, and have it go. It just clips in really nicely. It's an awesome feature to have. And it's sized just to make the most of your overhead bin. It's lightweight, it has a durable shell made to last for a lifetime of travel. In the 100 day trial let you try any away product on the road and test it out for yourself don't just take my word for it you should Take my word for it, because it's excellent, by the way. But you can just have the 100-day trial and figure it out yourself. And a lifetime warranty means they'll fix or replace your bag if it ever gets damaged. And a built-in compression pad helps you pack more into that as well. It's TSA-approved. TSA-approved combination, sorry. The locks keep your belongings safe. You get to pick your lock. You keep it sturdy. It's fantastic. Now, the suitcases are designed to last a lifetime. But if any part of your suitcase breaks, just send it out to the Away customer service team, they'll arrange to have it fixed or replaced ASAP and it comes with like a scuffer as well so if you you get a ding on it, there's a scuffer that you can just rub on uh, and then you can rub the scuff right off of it and have it looking like new in no time. There's free shipping on any order away in the US, in Europe and Australia Uh, and you can get away offline too. You want to see it for yourself you can shop away at their stores in New York, Austin, LA, San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, And London. I've loved it so much. It's thoroughly designed, very durable, and it helps you keep everything organized at a very light weight, uh, which is fantastic. Because I mean, now that I have the kid, I'm carrying the kid in one arm. I got the. I got the stroller pushing with that arm as well, and then I have to carry, you know, I don't want a heavy suitcase, I want something that's lightweight. So this works out perfectly. And knowing that away will fix or replace my suitcase immediately if anything ever breaks, means I just never have to worry about the luggage. So for twenty dollars off a suitcase, visit away travel.com slash the PME and use promo code PME during checkout. Again. For $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash PME and use promo code PME during checkout. So Poulter and Below, like the scrubs in this field. I'm going to say this is probably the $7,000 and Below range. That There are a few guys. You mentioned Louie. He's probably down here. Putnam just, if Putnam putts, he's going to play really well. He was fourth this course last year. But I'll probably go back to Hadwin and Kisner. Uh, both didn't play very well at all in Japan like I thought they would but I'll probably go back to them anyway I just like what their skill set is they both gain off the tee beside beyond being short hitters they're good around the greens they're good putters they're good with their irons hopefully they can just maybe it was just the trip that really cost them some time Uh, coming over to Japan Kisner hadn't played yet this season so maybe they can get back into form those are deeper odds that I like they'll be super cheap other than that like I really like EVR I I think that he kind of sets up kind of perfectly for this course unless you ask him to chip a little bit then you got problems
0: (laughs) that's that's for sure evr if he's cheap and and i guess he will be um it's hard not to look to him he's someone that we've seen he did over in europe he's competing every week and then when he's come over certainly held the zone in in some of the majors and other tournaments so i have no problem with that (sighs) i'm gonna forgive kisner as well i'll I'll say it was russ because i liked him last week i thought I could buy it early and it did not materialize by any stretch. Uh, he was just straight bad, but you know, one tournament, I'm not going to over, overweigh that. What about Shane Lowry? Uh, he was someone I was on a little last week, again, someone who was against the grain and he was, he was fine. Um, Hasn't played here and hasn't played well in a couple of years. You know, he played in 2016,
1: 17.
0: Do you have any interest in him?
1: I never really have a ton of interest in Shane Lowry. And when I do, he shoots like plus 20.
0: Yeah. I last week, you know, I, I comped it a little to Bridgestone. I know it was much shorter and that's what got me on him a bit.
1: Um, well, that worked. Yeah, yeah Brid- it did. The, the the Bridgestone corollary. If you go look at it, it uh, turned out really well.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, like an idiot. I, I had no tiger, so I should have just went full Bridgestone corollary. Um, but that is what got me on Shane Lowry a bit. And, I, I don't know. I, I kind of want to buy him. I, I'm like you. I, I rarely play him because I always think he's overpriced. But in a field like this, maybe that'll be tempered.
1: So there's a couple of Euro tour guys that I'm interested in here. So I want to get your take because you do more Euro than I do. One is Andrea Pavon, Bobby McIntyre's in this field. Uh, everyone loves the, the Scottish brute. He's, he's basically the Tim Andercust of the European <laughs> tour. They kind of look alike. They're both left-handed. They both have that complexion like they're from Scotland. So it really works out well. Kurt Kitayama is in the field uh, after we tried to use him at Shriners and he missed the cut. He then posted consecutive top fives on the European tour. Tong's in this range. Uh, Who's the other one? Matias Schwab is here as well.
0: Oh, he's here. All right. Maybe this will be the spot for him uh, (laughs) to get that elusive win. He did not play well a couple weeks ago, but this is a guy that a a couple months ago was ripping off top tens like there's no tomorrow, and he he was fourth two weeks ago, I believe, in Italy. Um, I like him, you know, a sec- like second shot course. It's not the longest hitter out there. Does a little more with the short game than you would think. Uh, so I, I'm always partial to him. And then, you know, Hao Tong gets. Uh, I mean, he is Chinese. So
1: guy. Would, w- would, W-G-C. would you rather play Hao Tang or Zing Zuzang my guy?
0: Well. Your boy, yeah. So I, I was saying there's some guys here. Zing, Zun Zhang, he's played in this a lot. Uh that is a shocking to me. I, I didn't realize that. But he's been playing pretty well when we've been playing him on the PGA tour. He was one of the bright spots of swing season.
1: Yeah, he had three consecutive top twenties, two of those top tens, a fourth place finish, cashed in each way for me. I love my guy Zing Zhu Zhang. And apparently I maybe he's just trying to stick it to China because they kicked him off the Chinese tour.
0: Yeah, he's got to represent. And I I told you before the show, Marty Dew is here. Um, I still don't know who that is. <laughs> Marty Dew is the guy. He wears glasses on the course. I can't believe you don't know who he is. If if we had DraftKings pricing, I would tell you to click on his little icon. Um, well, maybe, I feel like you. I feel like you know who
1: he is. Maybe I'll hit refresh and they'll be there. They're not. I just hit refresh. Nah, Didn't happen sad. for us. Uh, I, but like, okay. Here, right. here's an interesting question. What do we mm-hmm. do at the bottom end of this? field like if we want to get access to Xander or Rory or Hideki and you don't want to take do zing zang is that the guy Marty do that's Marty do okay uh, okay or Roman Langescu or like I don't like who are you going to use from the bottom here honestly no one well not those guys
0: um I mean so It's always who co Rack? oh no not certainly not <laughs> Uh, like why if i mean if you're talking like extreme someone like xander lombard who he can get crazy hot now he's very live to finish dfl no doubt about it uh but he's a south african that he's shown flashes i remember you know at the open once he he hung on for a bit things like that but i i still depending on where the pricing i i think there'll be some pga tour players maybe i, mm, I don't know i was going to say like do you think guys like kokrak answer JT Poston will be down in the sixes?
1: Yeah, I think Poston will for sure. That would be my guy that I'd go with.
0: Yeah, I think so too. I I know after the win you know, at Windham, it hasn't been great, but at the same time, he's a good driver of the ball, can get hot with the putter, and we've seen a lot of him. So Uh, I feel more comfortable with him over some of these guys. There's 10 guys in this field who, again, I, I actually don't know where they are even playing. Where's Daniel Nisbet? From.
1: yeah i mean where's my main man bryce easton been all my life yeah him uh michael
0: miller i, I feel like that guy qualifies for the u.s open i've seen that name matthew pe- millar yeah don't Who's know that, that? Is.
1: jazz is down there too jazz is an
0: anomaly um he because of his showing at the major is perpetually slightly over owned in my opinion he should be like 0.5 but he never is yeah uh, well, too
1: well, he has the bias of playing really well at the PGA Championship and the bias of his name being Jazz.
0: Well, that's, I'm living proof that that's a good start. Uh But yeah, two bi- two straight weeks of just not crisp golf from him. I would much rather go, I know you mentioned him before, but like someone like Kurt Kitayama, who he burned everyone when we had the opportunity to play him a couple weeks ago, but then went back to Europe and and right back to really quality form.
1: I can see Justin Harding being priced at like $6,400 and people, that's a name. Oh, he came top 10 at the masters. Let's use him.
0: Yeah. I mean, he's someone that I think people will recognize. He is the, I mean, is it fair to say he might be the best putter in the world? Like, like, the guy's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, when he's putting well, he's the best putter in the except for maybe speeth or day. It's probably then somehow Justin Harding. Like he is he has the results. Like everyone talks about like, oh, Spieth sucks, Spieth sucks, all this kind of stuff. But Justin Harding is what speeth would be if Speeth actually sucked.
0: That's fair. I I see what you're saying there. Um, so you, you could look to him. Did we mention another one of my favorites, the Juice Man, uh Youst Luton? Uh, he's in the field and he's a guy, again, not a long hitter, but really crafty with the irons can handle a course like this. No problem.
1: Yeah. He's in the same betting odds range as he's the same price as Zing Zhang, Keegan Bradley, Lucas Glover. He has better odds than Bubba Watson. She has as slightly better. I was like, honestly, Kevin Kisner might be like 6,800 bucks in this field.
0: See, if that's the case, then it's pretty easy for me. Like I'll back that every single time. I don't worry about him at the Zoizo. I know it wasn't good, but. I'll take pedigree long-term over someone who maybe is playing a little better, but like over Bobby McIntyre, I know he's got some talent and, he has been impressive, but I, give me someone like Kisner over him
1: every day of the week. Yeah, Bobby McIntyre comes in with better odds than both EVR and Kisner. That just, I, I find that strange. I think I think people just, he's young. He has a bunch of good results in a row on the Euro Tour. People want to really like him. I like him too, and he scores on these par fives really, really well. He, he's not afraid to go driver off the deck to eight feet. Like, that's the sort of guy that you want. And Bubba has won at this course before, so maybe a long hit in the where you want to look. I don't know. I won't, but...
0: Did you see Bubba's shot yep, yeah. last week? Amazing. Insane. Um, that tournament, that's a whole nother. There's a lot of crazy things, crazy shenanigans going on. Um, you're not going
1: to use Phil, right? I used Phil two weeks ago at the CJ Cup. It wasn't that bad. He wasn't. Like, he he still scores in bunches, but at a course that really puts a premium on driving? Probably not.
0: I think it's, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to get there. Um, I know he does score and showed a little at the CJ Cup, but more often than that, I think for for where he'll fall in the pricing, you can get guys with just higher ceilings and higher floors.
1: How about CH3? He was just very sneakily eighth last week.
0: He does that. You know, he's, even his form, you know, you stretch it out a bit. He's been pretty decent over this, like, swing season little, little run here. And it's a guy that he used to be someone that I would only target in specific tournaments, specific areas. He's kind of bucked that trend a little bit. And we know he's a good, you know, good ball striker, good driver of the ball. I could see him being like flat seven K and that would be interesting.
1: I think he'll be up a little bit more, but I can see him following in that range with like Hadwin and Louie and Putnam and McIntyre and Pavon, like at least based on how the odds fall down, like that's his range. Maybe just hmm. go with him.
0: That'd be interesting. Like, see, to me, him and Louie will be like $800 apart, but maybe I'm just overrating Louie.
1: I mean, Louie does get the name value bump. It's it's difficult to predict how that translates into the actual pricing, but I don't know. Just No matter what they price Louis, no one's going to own Louis. They could price him anything.
0: That's true. Um, and no matter what they price him, I'll probably play him, so... This is kind of, yeah, I actually agree. This, this is a different flavor of show. I'm actually enjoying kind of trying to guess where where the hierarchy obey.
1: It just seems like we're going to have clumps of players. So who are the guys that we actually, like if we're not knowing the pricing, I'm going to give it one more try here. Pricing, go! Reservation only. Fun times. Mm-hmm. Um, if we had to just, like state our favorite guys in the field here. So it's Xander or Hideki, like basically flip a coin between those two.
0: Eileen, Hideki, but I think both are really, really playable.
1: Should I just bet Hideki and Xander? 12 to 1, 14 to 1, just beyond my way?
0: That seems like a a fair way to approach it, yeah.
1: Maybe I need to start doing more of that. I like Connors. I like Horschel. I like Poulter. I like EVR, Howell, Kisner, and Hadwin. I guess those would be my guys. Maybe I'll splice in Sergio because I'm a sucker but if I'm only going to play like three lineups, maybe even one, now I'm going to talk myself into playing 20 lineups and losing all my money again.
0: So yeah, Boy, man. You know how many times I've said, like I'll tone down the volume. It can't be bad. Like when you lose 98%, it's usually not good no matter how little you're playing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that can get a little dangerous for me. Someone like Matt Wallace is going to be, I plan to get over on him, barring a ridiculous price, Patrick Reed, same kind of concept. And then working down, Kisner, Poston, um, Schwab, and Juice Loughton uh, are guys that I think, A, pair up together nicely, and B, are, are pretty apt to be undervalued in a field like this.
1: Yeah, Poston will probably be my guy from the bottom end, because I, I can't imagine he's anything more than 6500
0: See, You know who's here is Scott Hend.
1: He had, like, one good finish here before.
0: He is... By far the heavy favorite to card like a a nine or a 10, he makes crazy numbers. But I like that guy,
1: he bombs it, doesn't he?
0: He bombs it in an ins, like Ryan Fox bombs it, but then he reins it back. Scott Hend just bombs it, even when he doesn't need to, it gets just out of control.
1: Yeah, Scott Hend had a 21st and 19th of this tournament before. Get it, Scott Hend. Um, oh, how about this guy? Ashon woo he has a 20th 23rd and 14th of this event and he, he's like kind of got awful but still he's
0: someone he you know he's had flashes in, in euro he's a, he's a staple of he's in a ton of events but he's just been pretty awful lately uh so i don't think i'll get to him there's another there's a couple guys who've played this event i mean i know they're from china and that's how they get in but who is who's wc leong
1: that guy's oh, played this
0: event every every year, basically.
1: Oh, Wen Chong
0: Lang? Yeah, who's that? I don't know. I just Nobody? Did.
1: Okay. Just he making fin- sure I didn't he, miss anyone. He finishes like 47th in this event every <laughs> single year. You cash
0: those top 50s out of 78 guys. Um, gotta,
1: gotta get them top 50 bets in.
0: <laughs> yep, yeah, 5,000. Uh, that's the way to, to cash it. Um, boy victor perez is here i'm just looking at names that even sound
1: familiar like would you would you go to victor perez he did win like three starts ago and like he did okay at le pan de france in his home event he was t16
0: i mean he's a guy the only way i would get to someone like that is if he's in a price point like actually towards the flat men but if he's even comparable to guys like poston and some of the other cheapies i think it's an unnecessary pivot
1: Kevin Tway on the Kevin Tway I have in my mind about his actual skill set like the the upper end of his skill set strikes me like he would do really 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 well here but then I remember Kevin Tway from the last year and he was no good
0: yeah so Kevin Tway I and maybe this is true I'm just gonna ask you Kevin Tway in my mind is like an incredible dri- aggressive driver bombs it But then I feel like his off the tee game actually isn't that strong.
1: Yeah. 53rd in this field over the past 75 rounds off the tee. So
0: yeah, he's dust. Um, But he,
1: but like when he performs well, like he went through, he lost most of the time last year off the tee. And maybe it was the step up in competition. You get the win. And then all of a sudden you're playing in the WGCs and you're playing in like the masters and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden you don't look so hot. It's not like winning the Safeway open, but Previous to that, like in the 2018 season, he was gaining like 3.2, 2.2, 4.2, 3.5, 4.2, 2.8 just off the tee alone in like almost every single event.
0: Yeah, I mean, I remember backing him late 2018 in like, uh, you know, like the Wyndham and things like that, and he was just mashing the ball. And then you know he worked up, culminated in a win, and then I don't know if it was just the step up in competition because the stats have just been poor, so tough sell he always he sticks out as a name because you know we're familiar with him from the tour but his game is really not in a good spot
1: yeah so hard pass on him so Poston's the guy from down low unless you go with Bubba
0: where do you think now he talk about a tough guy to price nothing would surprise me with Bubba
1: I'm gonna guess he's won here before so I'll guess like 7400
0: see like I think there's a chance he's 8200 there's a chance
1: there's a a chance he's 6400 too
0: I totally agree. He's the only guy, him and Louie, where it, nothing would really shock me. All
1: right. Did you watch much of the Zozo? It was. I, I watched it actually more. I was having such a terrible run on Sunday for football. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to watch Tiger win this tournament, and I'll feel a lot better. Uh, if people didn't know, you won 25K on the weekend.
0: I did. I had a good Sunday. In um, football, it could have been really, really good, but it wasn't. Thanks to Corey Davis, but that's neither here nor there. I I mean, mean,
1: it was bad because you didn't win 200K or 100K. You still did okay.
0: No, no, I'll take it. Believe me, I I have not been doing well. It was a good, my best NFL week uh, to date. So I was really pumped about that. I watched a little of the, so the biggest thing I I saw about the Zoizo is when I saw that they made a par four 150 yards. um, And I was trying to think of ways to angle shoot that live betting uh, but I could not figure it out. So the tournament with the rain kind of got ridiculous. I didn't see much
1: of it on Sunday though. Well, Cust basically, he had to go to his fainting couch once he heard that there was mm-hmm. a par four that was going to be 160 yards. Like, what are you supposed to like? I don't understand why par matters at some point. Like no, if, every, if everyone in the field gets, like, it means more for DraftKings. That's really the only thing that it matters for because you get eagle points and you have the potential for an albatross slash hole in one if that yeah, was Gary going to be Woodland the case yeah he he did it at the byron nelson a few years ago and that basically got when a hole got rained out like what are you supposed to do like if you can't play the hole you can't would you prefer they play 17 holes then
0: i mean it didn't bother me at all i just found it absurd what was going on uh but i didn't take much of it i mean it's great to see tiger doing his thing once again he surprises me it's just it's tough for me when tiger wins, there's almost no chance I can do good in golf. Cause the chances that I'm backing him
1: are, are very rare. Yeah. Well, he's so boomer bust at this point, but he's won three of his past 14 starts, which is kind of, you want Eastlake, he won the masters. He won the Zozo, but, and I, I include the masters almost in the WGC parlance of it's basically a no cut event.
0: Yeah. Like when you add the, with all the old guys and the 10 stroke rule,
1: yeah, so he's won at East Lake, he won the Zozo, and he won the Masters. Maybe he's like the new Xander slash Hideki. You just play him in no cut events.
0: There could be something to that. I mean, Tiger, even in this tournament, I, I know a lot of guys are like this, but like he was three over through three holes, and I'm I was just like, Eesh, God, it's going to be a a rough run up to Augusta for him. He's got to get back in form. And then I woke up and he was six under. <laughs> uh, you know he his ability to hang in, and he knows better than anyone how how you can space out seventy two holes.
1: Yeah, and his iron game was so on. Like we don't have the strokes gain data, but I'll tell you, Tiger led the field in strokes gained.
0: Yeah, quite. From what I saw, it was uh pretty saucy. So it's it's interesting. I mean, I wonder where where do you think uh, we'll see him next?
1: His tournament, maybe.
0: Yeah, at the here. Uh, yeah, I guess. And we're I know Ricky got married, but he just doesn't play golf anymore.
1: Yeah, and he retired from golf. They, get, had... get
0: Rocket Mortgage spokesman. Get back in form, Ricky.
1: Is he on the President's Cup team? So the
0: President's Cup, I I swear to God, I have no rhyme or reason of who was who on, who was off. Like is Spieth on it? Is Spieth off is Fino on it? Tiger, I'm assuming is now gonna nominate himself. Is he good to go? And then the other side, the international squad is all messed up too.
1: Yeah. So the let's see here. Yeah, Tiger's going to pick himself. Everyone wants Tiger to pick himself. Like NBC probably begged Tiger to pick himself. Yeah, I
0: think it's contractually. So, pe-
1: so people actually watch this. But yeah, it's Dustin JT, Brooks Kucher, Xander Webb, Cantley Bryson. So no Fowler, no Speeth, no Phil. Like Tiger's going to get one of those spots. So there's another three available. And I think you'd be crazy not to take probably Matthew Wolf,
0: the Wolf Man.
1: I think you got to take one of these young guys.
0: But is it him?
1: Who would be the other one to go to? Morikawa. Yeah. Okay. So it's Morikawa or Wolf then. One of those okay. two. I guess they've both won on tour. Morikawa has been more consistent, but I uh, know Wolf played like okay last week.
0: The Panda get him back out. You know, feeling good around around some pedigree.
1: That guy can't even get into the field at the Bermuda Championship. I That's don't think.
0: That's why they need to uh, get, throw him a bone here. Big norm? Uh, yeah, big norm. But do you think, and I know this is a little off topic, do you think on the international team, they'd be better off taking just like the most extreme boomer bust type people?
1: I do, actually. Jeff and I discussed this at one point that like Siwoo Kim has to be a lock for this team. Yeah.
0: So I was thinking about that the other day of like, they have so many guys, but if you take a, optimal route you're just going to lose it's you might as well just go yolo bad putters and just hope some of these guys can can get dialed in and at least maybe you get a ceiling output
1: yeah like you have hideki scott louis leishman answer how Tong, ct pan and cameron smith as your team right now how so, is day not on it it's so bad well Day's getting picked like he's an auto pick he has to yeah because it's able well, it's in australia as well so automatically put him onto the team I think that Neiman should be a lock for this team.
0: Neiman, I would say, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's a lock, but he's
1: got to be towards the top. Then you got Griot. I don't know. That leaves yeah. like, I mean, there's a whole bunch of guys. You have like Ben and Siwoo, Griot, Connors and Hadwin are in play probably. Yeah,
0: I didn't think about the Canadians. Sorry. Um
1: Yeah, no no one ever really does. Good team members though. Graham Dillette, good president cupper. Mike yeah, Weir hey. Mike Weir once beat Tiger head to head at the president's cup.
0: See, you're doing the heavy lifting. Um Danny Lee. There you go. You could get another crazy man. Uh yeah, you could you could you could assemble a motley crew if you wanted to, but you might lose. You could get shut out if it goes poorly.
1: But you're gonna get smoked anyway. What's the difference? Like, what about jazz? Like, take some of the young guys.
0: Yeah, you got to groom them for uh, you know four years from now. I, if it was me, and I don't know, I have zero clue who their captain is. Uh, you know, I would I would embrace taking the highest variance type guys, whether it's maybe Harding goes on the team, someone like
1: that. Well. Ernie Ells is the captain of the team. So I guess the big outlier is, and especially if he can perform this week, what about EVR?
0: Yeah, him, I mean, he might be the, well, Louis, but he's up there for best South Africans right now. Yeah, um, so,
1: so I, like I said, Day's probably a lock. Neiman's probably a lock just because he has that win and you do want to take a younger player on your squad. Yes, EVR, and then someone else.
0: Yeah, I think that's actually probably pretty on point. Um. yeah them and one wild card type guy and you could assemble a pretty decent team
1: I wonder by the official golf world rankings like who the next guys would actually be like if you looked at the rankings let's see here Scott on the team Leishman on the team Hideki's on the team Louis on the team oh J. oh he's
0: not a, he's not in the no like the Oh wow! Yeah. Well, then he has to go to the top. I have him ahead of Neiman.
1: You have him ahead of Day.
0: No, I mean, <laughs> uh, no. But it's it's not that crazy if you wanted to argue that.
1: So you'd have Day, Neiman, Im, and EVR. Those could potentially be your four picks, and that leaves Standard out and that leaves out <laughs> Grio, Lee, the Canadians, Siwoo, and that's really about it. If Bianhun and would get left out.
0: Poor Benny. Yeah, what's, I mean,
1: what's, what's really killing them is they have CT Pan and Cameron Smith on this team already.
0: Yeah, there should be captain's pitch. They should be auto remove. Uh, <laughs> that would serve them well because having Cam Smith is not the answer.
1: No, I like can't. Yeah, Cam Smith has just been brutal. I mean, maybe he's getting a bit better now. He had like a good performance. But like him and Corey Connors are like back to back in the world rankings.
0: Cam Smith, I mean, and bringing it back, like he will be crazy expensive in this because he's always overpriced.
1: Yeah, does that make him like a good pick if you're playing in like a a no-cut 78-person field? Like if you're always going to take Louie or Sergio because you know no one's ever going to own them. No one's going to own Cam Smith.
0: So I embrace that concept more than most. the The problem with Cam Smith is that I just, I don't feel like you're getting... Even though he's very long, it doesn't justify the the opportunity cost. It's too expensive, and sometimes... Now, I will say, this guy, he still does churn out more top finishes than you would think for someone in such poor form, but, God, I just... He's legitimately over 9,000 sometimes in fields like this.
1: If you had to guess what Ricky Fowler's world ranking is, what would you guess? 17th. 20th. Yeah,
0: that's disturbing i would it's funny you know i obviously upped it because you asked it if i didn't i would have said like 13th probably 20th that's so who's he right like, right next door to
1: he is one spot behind shane lowry one spot ahead of matt kuchar two spots ahead of hideki
0: yeah that's just
1: then What's, again norm, norm what, was like six that one yeah. point what seems stranger though ricky isn't currently number 20 or Hideki's currently number 22
0: fair questions i mean It's because there are guys I I mean that I don't consider that good that are, you know, definitely in the teens of the world rankings.
1: Yeah. Like Bryson's 10 Molinari is still number 11. Casey's 12. Webb is 13th. Woodland is 15th. Adam Scott is somehow 16th. Yeah.
0: That whole range.
1: What what did Adam Scott win? What am I missing here?
0: No, Adam Scott gets legacy points or something because (laughs) he doesn't do anything. Uh, Yeah. I'm, Believe me, I'm I'm with you. I don't like I have Decky over all those guys.
1: See, in 2019 and 19 events played, Adam Scott had nine top tens, so he's it's pretty good.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's when he chooses the right. Pu- I, Adam Scott is. I mean, that's why he's one of the more difficult DraftKings plays because he, he. It's I have trouble with where he falls price wise with ownership, um, even at a field like this. You know, he's played this event a ton, hasn't cracked the top ten, but. You know it's hard not to at least consider him when sometimes you get interesting wrinkles with his ownership and where he's priced.
1: All right, Ben Raza, thanks for being on the show. Sorry we didn't have the DraftKings pricing.
0: No, I uh, I appreciate uh, us powering through. Certainly, you know we get a, a little. I believe there is no golf next week. Uh, then we get the the last batch of swing season going on. So still, still plenty to, to work through and try to pick some winners on.
1: Yeah. Listen, I, my, my season really kicked off last year at the OHL Mayakoba and that comes back to us in two weeks. I'm going to be fully fired up for that.
0: All right. I'm ready to rock uh, OHL. Yeah. I like that little stretch. Uh, there's some actually pretty good tournaments and some decent fields you can take advantage of.
1: All right. You can follow Ben on Twitter at jazz, Raz DFS. Tell everyone your awesome schedule for the week.
0: Absolutely. So we got football shows each and every day breaking down uh, the slate. I will have golf shows tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Fantasy Golf Man breaking it all down and doing all the things. If you want to sign up, promo code JazzRaz, 50% off your first month. Uh, NBA certainly has gotten started. That is not my area. Uh, we have some real good people, though, breaking it all down each and every night.
1: All right. I'm Pat Mayo. You can follow me at the PME if you're looking for my DraftKings picks. I'm going to wait until the pricing actually comes out, but then I'll post them on Tuesday on DKPlaybook.com. I might forget to update the video or podcast. I'll just go up there and try to find it. It'll be available on my Facebook page uh, as well. I'm probably not going to do much betting this week, but I'll release a betting cheat sheet on Wednesday. Like I said, there's an off week for golf. There's a nice little, like, breather for golf. It's been nonstop for the past, like, 50 weeks of the year that I'll give some time. Maybe I'll double the bankroll for the OHL of what I would have put onto this one. I don't know. But anyway, you can find me at the PME. If you've got any questions, just shout me out and go to fantasynational.com and become a member makes building lineups pretty easy that's why i always get sucked into playing 20 instead of just playing one fortunately because of the tools and now we have the simulator back up that i can actually lean on fantasy national a little bit more to help me give me some assistance to get me out of the hole here at least during the swing season anyway i'm pat mayo thank you for watching i'll see you next time